Cravings are one of those things that can completely derail any progress that you've made in terms of weight loss. And they can also feel really frustrating. Like, why is my brain telling me to eat even though I said I was going to be healthy today? It just, it feels like a mystery. At least that's how it felt when I had a ton of cravings. So I've spent a lot of time diving into the brain and figuring out where cravings come from and how we can actually manage them in a way that reduces cravings over the long term. So that's what we're going to be talking about on today's podcast. Hi, I'm Haley. I've been a nutritionist for over 10 years and I saw firsthand how the diet industry works, but mostly doesn't work to help you lose weight. Then I found myself 20 pounds overweight and realized the weight loss struggle has nothing to do with what you eat, but why you eat. So I went on a mission to explore the brain and its role in weight loss. And now I help my clients lose 30 pounds in 90 days by wiring their brain to weight loss. On this show, you are going to learn how to wire your brain to lose weight so that you never have to diet, restrict, deprive, or willpower again. What's up, guys? I am super excited to be here with you today because we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics. This is one of the pieces of weight loss that just isn't touched on by any diets, by most weight loss practitioners. It's just something that isn't really addressed or it is addressed, but not in a way that's going to allow you to get through it. And that's cravings, 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 cravings. Where do they even come from? Because for me, this was like one of life's biggest mysteries. Like why, even though I'm on a diet, even though I am trying so hard to lose weight, am I just eating? Like what is going on? I could not figure this out for this, for the longest time. Like, and you know, cravings can feel very intense, like unstoppable. Like I was just like, what do we do with this? Like, I have no freaking clue. Um, I, I think I had a lot of cravings. Um, you know, I'm not sure how long, but for a, many years of my life. And it wasn't until I really sat down uh, and, and was like, okay, I'm going to lose this weight. <laughs> I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to follow all the diets that I taught my clients to follow, you know, being a nutritionist. Um, I had my clients like air quotes following these diets and they would come back to me and be like, well, this just isn't working. Like I can't follow the diet. I don't know what's going on. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on either. <laughs> and then I found myself overweight like 20, maybe 50 pounds overweight. I'm not really sure I didn't weigh in a lot at that point in my life, but 20 to 50 pounds more weight, more than I wanted to weigh. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do all the things that I tell my clients to do when I 
tell them, you know, when we talk about losing weight, I'm going to do all those things. And so every morning was so good. (laughs) Every morning I've got it. Like today is the day I'm losing this weight. I am doing it. And you're like cruising along. And then it's like two o'clock. Somebody leaves a tray of cookies in the break room. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Shit. What what now? (laughs) What am I gonna do now? And really for me, I could probably resist that to to a certain extent. My issue was I would get home and here my diet says that I'm gonna have, you know, a cup of soup and a salad and a glass of water. And I was just going stir crazy. Like I couldn't even sit still. Like I would be so anxious. My brain was like, get the peanut butter out, get the dry cereal out, just start eating handfuls of it. Um, There's cookies over there. You could get some cookies. Like there's random candy that you don't even like candy. Let's just go ahead and eat that. Like it was just nonstop. I couldn't shut my brain up. And, you know, I would cave. Like I just couldn't stop it. I could, there was nothing I could do. It was just so intense and so kind of overwhelming that I would just end up eating. And it was like, you know, afterwards, maybe later that night or the next morning, I was like, what happened? How did that happen? Like all these great intentions, I've got this perfect diet that I'm going to follow why did I just eat everything last night? Like, what is going on? I couldn't figure it out. It was a mystery. I actually really went for a time looking into like, what, what do we do with this? Like, what do we do when your brain is just like going crazy? Like, go ahead and eat everything. Um, and uh, most of the resources that I found at that time, it may have changed some now, but back then, it was like, you can take a bath, you can go for a walk, you can call your friends, you can essentially just a list of things that were meant to distract you from that craving. And <laughs> they didn't work. None of them worked. I tried all of them. I At the time, I worked with a dietitian um, and her suggestion was to rearrange the furniture in your house not as a method of distraction, but because like, as if the furniture in your house, like the layout of it was triggering your brain to want to eat, which is just, I, I can't, I like can't. It's so funny. (laughs) This, but the, the point of all of that is to say like, That's about all that anyone had come up with to help people deal with cravings. Rearrange your furniture and like go take a bath. They don't work. (laughs) Distracting yourself does not work. It might for a time, you might forget about it, but mostly in my experience and most of my clients' experience, you don't forget about it. What happens is you just delay the amount of time until you eat the thing. And in that time, the craving just grows stronger. 
So distracting yourself, like taking a, none of that really works. And it, it might in the first couple, you know, when you first start a diet and your motivation is really high and your willpower is really high, you might be like, okay, I'm distracting myself tonight. You know, like I'm going to go for a walk and then I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to drive around in the car, like whatever. And that might work for a couple of times, but as a long-term solution to cravings, it does not work. It is not effective. So what I did in that period of time when I was trying to follow my own diets that I was prescribing and it wasn't working because I was having these crazy cravings at night, I was like, I'm going to figure out what this is. So I did a lot of work on the cravings and the emotional eating. And it's really, I would say, one of the things that sets me apart in terms of working with clients is because I had such a struggle with it. I really know what you're going through. I know how to solve this long-term. This has been a really uh, deep work for me to figure out and to get through. So if this is something that you have struggled with or you are struggling with and you just like don't even understand, I get it. (laughs) I get it. I've been there. This is where I've devoted a lot of my time and my efforts and my research. And it's one of the things that uh, me and my clients like really dive into and focus on. So it was a really big part of my weight loss journey too. And I really think that you can't have a successful weight loss journey unless you dive into this piece, unless you figure this piece out. It will derail you. It will pop up and bite you. And if you don't know how to deal with it properly, you won't be able to get out of it. Most of the people that I talk to um, who are looking to work with me say, you know, I had done a diet at whatever point in my life and I had some success, like I was doing okay, but then I just ate. (laughs) I had a thing. I had some food, whatever it was one day, it was a party, it was, you know, a week, whatever. And I just could never recover. Like I never got my motivation back. I never got my willpower back. And that event was triggered by a craving. That one time was because of a craving. And then we just lose it. We cannot figure out how to get back to that place where we had all this motivation and all of this willpower. And, you know, and that's why, you know, even if you do get back to that place, there's still going to be another craving. We are living in a world that is designed to make you crave things, to be up in front of your face with some delicious, fantastic food that is going to make your brain go crazy biologically. And you are, you, it is unconsciously triggering your brain to crave stuff. It's unavoidable. We cannot go through life and be like, well, I'll just never have a craving again. Or like, that's my plan is just to like avoid cravings forever. It's not going to happen. So in order to live 
in modern society and weigh what you want and not be trying to resist and distract yourself from cravings all the time, you need to learn how to deal with them. (laughs) You need to (laughs) learn the tools that I'm going to, basically, I'm going to give you a really nice place to start for your cravings, for working through your cravings at home. So where does this come from? That was kind of my first question when I had these cravings, like, where is this even coming from? So something that we're going to talk a lot about on this podcast that I talk to my clients a lot about that I like hammer home in my uh, program is the cognitive brain versus the primitive brain. So the primitive brain is the part of our brain that we have in common with all of the rest of the animal kingdom. It is pain and pleasure based. It wants to get out of pain and into pleasure. That's its main thing. It really doesn't have a lot else going on. It's like, what causes pain? Let's avoid that. And what brings us pleasure? Let's go after that. And I like to say anyone who has a weight problem, their primitive brain has tied food to pleasure. So it your primitive brain is constantly looking for an opportunity to get that pleasure from food. Anytime you experience pain, it's like, you know what? I know what's going to fix this. It's food. (laughs) Anytime you see some delicious looking food, it's like, oh, that's it. That's that's what's going to make us feel really good right now. So that getting out of pain is part of emotional eating, but it's all wrapped up into cravings. And that your primitive brain is really where those cravings are coming from. It is the kind of low level part of your brain that is talking to you, but mostly in like terms of desire. Like this is gonna make us feel really good. Let's go get some of that. Ice cream's gonna do it right now. That's gonna solve all of our problems. Let's go do that. Or um, trying to avoid things. So like, man, I'm really stressed out right now. I don't know how to handle this. Let's go get some food. That'll fix it. So that all comes from your primitive brain. It can also be triggered by situations. So like if every night at 10 p.m., you sit down on the couch with a pint of ice cream. Well, as soon as it hits 10 p.m., your primitive brain's like, I'm, I know what is going to happen now. We're going to get that hit of dopamine and it's going to be great. So let's go do that. So even if you've told yourself, okay, tonight's the night, I'm not going to have the ice cream. Your primitive brain is still going to be reminding you. It doesn't care that you said you weren't going to have it. It really, it doesn't even, that's not even part of its world. (laughs) It's just like, it's time. It's like the dog, you know, who wants its dinner. It knows that at 6 p.m., it knows that you're supposed to be filling up the food bowl right now. So it's going to not let you forget it. (laughs) That 
dog is going to do whatever it takes <laughs> to make sure that you don't forget to put food on its bowl. And your primitive brain is the same. That is the part of your brain that you have in common with that dog. <laughs> and it's just going to keep reminding you. It doesn't care that you told, you know, if we're talking about the dog and you're like, hey, puppy, <laughs> I, you know, I won't be feeding you until seven o'clock tonight. It doesn't care. Like what? It doesn't matter. It's six o'clock. I want my food. Your, your primitive brain is the same. It doesn't care that you said we're not having ice cream tonight. It's like, yeah, but now's the time. This is when we get our dopamine hit. And I'm going to keep reminding you that is cravings. That's where they come from, from that primitive brain, that place that doesn't think about goals or give a crap about weight loss. <laughs> it just wants its dopamine hit and it knows that the ice cream gives it to it at 10 p.m. tonight and it's not going to let you forget it. So what do we do with this? How do we have a primitive brain and lose weight? <laughs> what diets do, I'll just say this really quickly. What di most diets do, they kind of unintentionally activate our primitive brain. So telling our primitive brain, no, 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 we're not going to have that now, even though you're asking for it, really fires it up. The primitive brain, I always... Uh, refer to it as like, it's the toddler in your brain. It doesn't care. Like, I'm going to throw a fit if you tell me no. So we sort of have to learn how to manage our primitive brain like we would manage a toddler. We're going to make sure we don't get to that point where it's screaming and crying on the floor of the grocery store. We are going to manage this in a way that calms it down, that makes everything okay. We, the last thing we want to do when it tells us that it's time to have ice cream is to be like, no, that doesn't work. Doesn't work with a toddler, doesn't work with your primitive brain. So first and foremost, with these cravings, with your primitive brain, you may have been going along with your primitive brain getting what it wants for the last 30, 50, however many years of your life. So you have to understand that you are learning something new. What I'm going to tell you here is a new skill and it will take practice. You aren't going to jump out of the gate like amazing at processing cravings. So if you fail the first time, the first five times, and you go ahead and eat the food, even though you did what I said, that is okay. That is part of it. Truly, that is part of it. A huge part of me working with my clients is teaching them how to fail. For some reason, I find this so interesting. In every other area and aspect of our life, failure, maybe not every area, but failure is completely normal if we're learning a new sport, if we're learning a new career. We expect 
that we're going to fail, that we're not going to be great at it the first 10 times. If you're learning to play tennis, like you're not expecting to come out of the gate playing like Federer. (sighs) Like, you know that, you know that that's not how it's going to go. You know, you're probably going to miss some balls. You might fall. Like that's normal. But when we, when it comes to dieting and weight loss, we think for some reason that we're never going to fail, that we're going to do it perfectly every time. And this is to your detriment. If you believe that you should be going through this, doing it perfectly, when you don't, it's the end of the world. And so many of my clients feel that way. They've, they've tried a diet. They've tried something which a diet wasn't going to work anyways, but they've, they've tried, you know, they get into my program and they try the, this, what I'm going to teach you the first time. And they're like, well, it didn't work. It's just not working. I can't do it. Okay. We're just going to keep trying. You're not going to be amazing at it. The first time you're going to fail. So expect that (laughs) expect to not be great at it. And expect that you're just going to keep practicing until you get good at it, until it's natural, until you don't have to think about it anymore. This is possible for you. And that's where we get to that place of effortlessness when we've trained our brain, when we've wired our brain. No, this is the process. This is what we do. Right now, it's wired to be overweight. Right now it's wired to have cravings and to not know how to handle them and to completely freak out every time they pop up. So we're gonna wire it a different way. And that takes a little bit of effort, but then once we get there, it's effortless. That's where we're going. Okay, so um, first of all, we need to, you need to be able to recognize what the craving is, what it feels like emotionally. A craving is just like any other emotion that you experience. You experience it in your physical body and you need to be able to find that feeling and call it out. Because a lot of times, this happened to me so much, it was like I finished the bag of chips, I'm looking at into an empty bag of chips and I didn't even know how I got there. I don't even remember getting the chips out. So sometimes the way these hit us, it's so fast that we didn't even realize that it happened until we've already eaten everything. So tapping in, getting comfortable with recognizing the sensation of a craving coming on is really the first step. You have to have awareness around it in order to have authority over it. So it's about recognizing that this is what's happening. And maybe the first couple of times, all you do is recognize that, okay, this is what it feels like to have a craving. You're still eating. You haven't stopped it yet, but now you know what that sensation is in your body my clients write down the thoughts that are creating that craving. So they might be things like, oh, it's fine. Just go ahead and eat it. Doesn't matter. 
oh, this, it doesn't matter. This, this thing, this ice cream won't have any effect on your weight loss. That's fine. You just go ahead and eat it. It's not a big deal. Oh, that sounds so good though. Oh, you never get to eat that thing. Oh, it's, oh, you should just go ahead and have it. You know, it's going to be that voice in your head that's telling you all of these sneaky little things. This is good. It's not a big deal. You love it though. You had such a hard day. (laughs) So real recognizing those thoughts, recognizing the physical sensation that those thoughts create in your body helps you to create some space between the your brain telling you to eat and that food going in your mouth. And that's really the goal here is to create space between those two things so that we can take action from our cognitive brain. When you're eating for a craving, your primitive brain is 100% in control. We need to step into our cognitive brain, which is the human part of our brain. It's the part of our brain that plans ahead, that sets goals, that wants to lose weight. We need to activate that part of our brain. So creating some space there is really important. And understanding that your primitive brain's goal in that moment is to get that hit of dopamine. So it is going to be rushing you. It is going to be telling you to put that food in your mouth faster. Do it faster. Do it now. You know, it's not like messing around. It wants you to eat the thing. It wants to get the dopamine hit. So you just need to be calm and have awareness around it. That is really the first step. Second step, greeting it. Oh, hey there. I've been expecting you. All of my clients, like, think about when they have cravings and urges and when these, when their events of emotional eating are popping up so that they're prepared. It's not a surprise. I know that every night at 10 p.m., my brain tells me to eat ice cream. It's not a surprise to me when that happens. I was expecting it. So when it does pop up, like, oh, hey there, figured you'd show up. That's fine. Welcome in. We have to allow it to be there. The minute that we start resisting it and pushing it away, freaking out, saying no, that's when it gets stronger. So if you notice that your cravings are gaining strength, you know you're resisting it. You know you're saying no and you're trying to shut the door. Again, if we bring it back to the dog, you know, that dog wants its food at 6 p.m., If you ignore it, it's just going to try harder to get your attention. It's going to scratch its collar. It's going to sneeze. It's going to bark. It's going to scratch your legs. That's what the craving will do. As soon as you say no and you try to close the door to it, it's just going to get louder. It's going to push harder for you to eat. It does not want to be ignored. When we ignore it, when we resist it, it controls us. The only way for you to be in control is for you to own it. You have to be like, yeah, welcome in. That's fine. 
That's just fine. I was expecting you. How you doing? You have to step into your cognitive brain. That fear place of your brain freaking out because it's there, that's just staying in your primitive brain, which that's fine with it. It's like, yeah, now we're going to get what we want. (laughs) If we freak out over this, we'll definitely get the food. That's cool. So (laughs) you need to step into that cognitive brain. All good. You're allowed to be here. We're going to own it, own that feeling. And then you really get into like processing the physical feeling of that craving. And this, again, that's a practice. A lot of my clients haven't really experienced an emotion in their body before. So that's, that is a whole thing. Tapping into your body. How does this feel? Where is it? What is going on? And allowing it to pass. And that's really it. Because once it passes, if it pops back up, all you have to do is repeat that process. That's the full process. That's the full thing, you guys. So... If that sounds like something that you're not going to be able to do on your own, book a call with me. I will walk you through it. And it's a huge part of the work I do with my clients is really getting through this. Because it's so important, you guys. You are probably not going to have a lot of weight loss success unless you can do this. But I just gave it to you. Give this a try on your own. See how it goes. Let me know how it goes. And if you want more help, book a call. Okay. That's it for me today, you guys. It was great being here with you and I'll talk to you next time. If you love what you hear on this show and if you're done with dieting and you want to try a completely different approach to weight loss, I highly encourage you to sign up for a call with me. This is one-on-one time where you get to learn about yourself and discover if my program is what you need to get to the next stage of your weight loss. Go to bit.ly backslash call with Haley. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash call with Haley, H-A-Y-L-E-Y. I'll see you there.